Today's episode of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast is brought to you by Hostfully, the market leader in digital guidebooks for short-term rental hosts. With Hostfully, you can create a beautiful online guidebook that you can send to your guests so they have a better experience and you get fewer questions. Sign up now at hostfully.com to get two months for free by using code PAD. That's P-A-D. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. We are your hosts, Jasper Rivers and Eric Muller. And today we are talking about how Eric got into the Airbnb space. The greatest story of all time, Jasper. <laughs> They're going to be writing books and making movies about this specific story for years <laughs> to come. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I am uh, looking forward to uh, reading all of that. But uh, before before that, uh, yeah, I'd love to understand a bit more. We've been working together for quite a while now. And uh, I actually don't know that much of why and how you first got started with Airbnb which is kind of crazy. So I'm actually really, really excited about this podcast. So I get to ask you questions and you get to explain me uh, exactly how you uh, got into the space. So yeah, man. Um, how do you feel about that? Well, it's uh, two different questions, the why and the how behind my Airbnb story or short term rental story are two way different things. So I'm excited to see uh, where the conversation goes. So let's dive into it. Awesome. Sweet. Well, let's start at the start i know you were living in new jersey but yep. then you ended up in san diego that's right walk us through that how how did that happen <laughs> yeah so i've uh told this story a handful of times but uh long story short i'm born and raised in new jersey hudson county new jersey grew up in a town called carney which is in between newark new jersey and jersey city new jersey so my background my backyard was like manhattan and cities, all that stuff. I grew up doing construction, got into real estate investing at a very early age. And that's uh, that's all I ever did. Didn't go to college right at, after high school. I got right into the investment field. And that's when I was introduced to entrepreneurship. And I just knew that I wanted to build my generational wealth through real estate owning businesses and investing in businesses. So that's uh, what I decided to get into. About 10 years, what I was doing was bringing in investors, buying beat up properties, renovating them, and flipping them. We were doing anywhere between five and 15 properties at a time. So, a uh, pretty decent size investment company. We got into apartment buildings, started doing what's called Section 8, which is uh, low income government housing, which is, you know, it's one. It, an interesting way to invest, but it's a very long-term approach on having consistent income coming to your property. Now, how I got to San Diego was at this time, 
it took me a long time to really understand running a business, choosing the right partners, choosing the right team members, systems, vision, all this stuff. And I was really eager at that time to just get this business going and own real estate. So unfortunately, I started working with some individuals that weren't ideal for the grander vision and weren't ideal for me to work with. And it just came down to ideals on who we are as individuals and their approach on business and all that other stuff. So there was nothing illegal or, or anything like that. It just came to two groups of people that don't look at the world through the same lenses. So long story short, I knew that this was, I don't know, six, seven years ago. So this is when like the traveling nomad and online-based businesses were becoming a thing. And I, I met some friend. I met John Lee Dumas, you know, from uh, Podcasters Paradise, making all this money by himself, sitting in San Diego on the beach, uh, making millions of dollars running his business online. I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to do that, but in the real estate space. I cashed out my partnership in the investment side, had some cash, and I started traveling out to San Diego for different conferences and masterminds. I just started investing all my money in education. Long story short, built an incredible network here in San Diego of entrepreneurs. At this time, San Diego was a, a mecca for online-based businesses. Beautiful location. There was people from all around the world coming to San Diego to create their business or move their company there. And then there was a house called the Entrepreneur House, the Epic Entrepreneur House in San Diego, where they had this massive eight-bedroom house uh, near downtown San Diego. And they had all six and seven-figure entrepreneurs living in the house, sharing resources, um, but living there as an incubator to kind of build our businesses together. They had a room that opened up and uh, a bunch of people connected me and then they invited me to move into the house. And uh, I'm like, hey, this is a great time for me to do this. So I moved out to San Diego with no real vision in mind, other than trying to build an online-based business around real estate. During this process is when I was introduced to Airbnb. Now, rewinding a bit, when I was investing in real estate in New Jersey, I was investing in vacation rentals as well. I was buying properties at the beach in New Jersey and renting them out on Verbo, VRBO, and uh, Craigslist. And dude, it was crazy, man. Like we were, I was meeting people on the highway at gas stations and having them sign contracts and giving me cash to stay at the property, right? Or give me a check to stay at the property. We had no systems. It was crazy. And people were only renting for a week at a time. That's all we did. You're only allowed to rent our house from Sunday to Sunday, right? Super, <laughs> super crazy. Uh, and this was before Airbnb. So I had experience in the vacation rental space and I really loved it because we had turnkey properties. We were dealing with people that loved to be in there. It was in beach areas in New Jersey. So I really enjoyed that versus going to where I had section eight properties were in like very low income urban areas that I wasn't enjoying being there. It was a very challenging area. So when I came to San Diego, I was staying in different Airbnbs before I moved into the entrepreneur house. When I came to San Diego, I was staying with somebody, I was staying in their back pool house. He was living up front with his wife and he had two other properties on this small lot near the beach, San Diego. And he told me, he's like, he's like, dude, this is all we do for a living. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I make my living running these properties as an Airbnb. I'm like, wow, that's pretty freaking incredible. And he's like, and I don't own the property. I actually rent the property. 
So that was the the light bulb that went off. I was like, holy crap, you can leverage other people's properties. You can rent them and then re-rent them out on Airbnb and make some money. And I started recognizing that he was running this whole thing through technology. So I didn't have to meet him for the key. I paid on Airbnb. All the communication was through Airbnb. I checked in with the code. It was awesome. The whole thing was automated. And when I ran into him, he's like, yeah, you know, we just travel around the world and we rent everything out on Airbnb and I make my money and we live here for free. I was like, this is freaking awesome. This is what I'm going to do. This is the business I want to get into. So uh, when I moved into the entrepreneur house, that was the goal. The goal was to start renting properties in San Diego, re-rent them out on Airbnb and start making some cash and then start documenting the experience of me figuring that out. Right. So uh, yeah, long story short, shortly after moving to San Diego, started networking with some real estate investors. I met one investor that wanted to invest in me and he's like, Hey, I love this idea. This wasn't big. This wasn't popular at the time as it is now. Right. So it took me some time to find the right person. And he gave me an opportunity in La Mesa, California. It's a beautiful area. I love that little town, but it's not a vacation rental area. It's 30, 40 minutes from the beach, right? Due East. And uh, I rented a two bedroom, one bath apartment off of him for like 1500 bucks, which was in my mind, a lot of freaking money. But the very first month we made uh, $2,000 in profit. And I was like, this is freaking awesome, man. (laughs) So, so I just started expanding from there. And then that, that was the early stages of me just really crafting the business that I wanted to be in. So the, the grander vision was like, okay, how do I have beautiful properties all around the world in places that I want to go to, hosting incredible people, creating these incredible experiences for people, and uh, develop my wealth through that process. So that's essentially the journey of how I got into choosing this as my life. And this was uh, back in 2015 when you moved to San Diego? Yeah, I think so. I think it was right around there. Due to COVID, it's now more important than ever that your guests actually read your house rules and check-in instructions. And there's no better way to deliver that information than by using an online Hostfully guidebook. You can build your guidebook in just a few hours and simply include a link to your guidebook in your welcome email. Your guests can access it on desktop, on mobile, and they can even print it out. Now, as a result, you look super professional, your guests have a better experience as they don't have to read through endless paragraphs of text. Instead, they can go through a nice looking guidebook with lots of visuals. That means fewer questions for you, more time for you to focus on other areas of your hosting business. Sign up now at hostfully.com and use code PAD to get your first two months for free. That's hostfully.com, H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y dot com code pad which is p-a-d so you got your first property two bedroom you re-rented it on airbnb you saw the opportunity you know paying a 1500 dollar rent and then making two thousand dollars in in profit right so you must have rented it out it must have done like four or five thousand on in revenue right on Airbnb. yeah yeah, roughly right around there. I, I invested like another two or three thousand into furniture. It wasn't nice, you know, like I didn't know what the hell I was doing then at all. We had some major, major issues in the beginning stages, but I recognize that th- there's a huge business model here. And where my previous business model, I was spending a lot of time trying to raise money. And then I, as soon as I raised the money, I was fighting the clock 
to pay that money back, right? Because the interest rates, dude, talk about interest rates. I would I was paying anywhere between 12 and 22% on money with points in the beginning. So I would pay them money to get their money in the beginning and then pay 12 to like 22% on their cash. And I would have to pay back in six months, right? So I would buy a house, renovate it, sell it, give their cash back and then go buy another property, right? And keep that up. So super, super stressful. I'm like, I don't want to invest. I don't want to raise any more money. I want to chill. I want to relax. And then I figured out, I'm like, oh, I can still control real estate, make money without having to buy the real estate and raise cash. Let me go do this. So this was right when the arbitrage model started to get popular. So we just started doing that, man. Like We started renting up a ton of properties all throughout San Diego. Then that got to a, a point where I was like, I don't know if this is the model I want to scale because I started recognizing that I was signing these two, these one to three year leases on properties. I was investing a ton of money into furniture, staging, all this stuff that I was like, man, if anything happens, because you got to remember, I got into real estate two or three years right before the market crash. So I learned that you know markets go up and down, right? And if we don't have the right business model to survive, regardless of the market, we're going to be in trouble. So I recognize that the, the arbitrage model at scale doesn't make sense. And I'm like, man, I am leveraged and I have no assets here. The only asset I have is the cash flow coming into the property. And for whatever reason, it, that stops coming, we're going to be out of business. Obviously, well, didn't know COVID was coming. How could that ever happen? <laughs> exactly, and it's like, so I started. I started getting out of that. I, I was introduced to a very wealthy individual here who owns a bunch of properties that were sitting vacant, and I told her what I was doing. She's like, "Hey, I would love to do this with you. Why don't you just manage the Airbnb process? You don't have to pay me a rent. We'll split the cash on it." I was like, "Hey, that sounds awesome." This is before I really recognized that. The management model was a powerful model. And we did that. And I forget the exact numbers. I'm sure I can find them. But I just remember like two or three Xing the revenue of what we did on my leases on this one property. And I'm like, I didn't pay for any furniture. And I'm not on the hook for a lease. And it's the same, if not less work going into this, into this property. So I was like, let's do that. Let's get more of these. So we started focusing on luxury properties. How do we get more luxury properties that we can manage, take 20 to 30% of the revenue and scale that? And that that was the model that we started growing uh, over over time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember uh, the first time I interviewed you on the podcast, because as people probably know, my, my vision was always, how can I invest my cash, my, the money that I've saved so that I can live off you know, that I can support myself and travel around the world, right? That that, yeah. was, that was always like my thing. So I remember when, when I interviewed you in the podcast, I think it was podcast 175, somewhere in 2017. And you were talking about, you know, building an entire business, renting out, you know, other people's properties and all of that. That was one of the first times that I realized like, wow, people are building entire businesses now on Airbnb. Yep. Which seems really crazy to me. Like nowadays, like it's, you know, obviously it's very normal to us as that's, you know, what we're teaching yeah. and we have hundreds and hundreds of, of, of companies have through, gone through our programs and stuff. But back then that was, uh, you were one of the first people that kind of made me think like, wow, 
you can build an entire business, you know, on this platform. Dude, you know what's crazy is um right around that time I w- I came out to San Diego for a mastermind for like a three day mastermind. I invested a ton of cash into it. I'm like, hey, I, I want to learn this online based business, and I want to be surrounded by wealthy people in an awesome place, right? Oh. This is like during the winter, so like being in Jersey in February is terrible with you know snow and all that stuff. So coming to San Diego is like paradise to begin with. But we were out. Part of the mastermind was they rented this huge boat and put everybody on the boat and just went around San Diego, up and down the coast. And there was an investor there and he was pointing at his buildings in downtown. He's like, yeah, you know, I own that building and it's a whole Airbnb building. And we're buying this building and we're going to turn that into a whole Airbnb building. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it it didn't connect. I'm like, what are you talking about? The entire building is Airbnb. I don't understand it. Like, don't you have to be a host? He's like, he's like, no, no, we, we, we streamlined the whole thing. This was again before it was popular. And I was like, holy crap, this is exactly what I want to create. I want to own and control real estate. Um, Obviously, double our, you know, have incredible income coming in, but then automate the entire process. Right. And uh, he was very hands off with the whole thing. That whole experience of being out there, being inspired, like just on the boat in San Diego and being with investors saying that, I was like, holy crap, this is what I want to do. And that was right around that time. The master lease model and the management model was to get me into that space. And now, we have the ability to do that pretty much anywhere we want to go because we have the ability to run short-term rentals online, which is incredible. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Going to throw some, uh, what you call that? Uh, fire some, round? Uh, yeah. Some, some, yeah. Fire round. Number right. one, what's, what's one thing you would have done differently? I would have focused on one market versus spreading myself too thin on going across so many different markets. I had properties in Mexico, Colorado, all throughout San Diego, all that stuff. I had leases, I had management, I was trying to buy properties. It was too chaotic. So from day one, I would have simplified it. You know, I would simplified the whole process, chose one market. Uh, what we teach in Legends X is what we call the home market. So I would have chose that one home market, one business model, one type of property, and streamlined the whole process. What's the craziest experience you had with one of your Airbnb guests? <laughs> Oh man, I don't know if I could tell this on the podcast. It was pretty, pretty freaking terrible. I don't know if you know this story. I don't, I, I don't really tell this story too much. It's, so actually, it was in the first unit that I was talking about in La Mesa, and this is one of my first Airbnb guests. This is where I was trying to build the reviews and all this stuff. Uh, obviously, San Diego is a huge military town, so I get a message from this individual saying, "Like, hey man, I'm I'm being deployed to Afghanistan." Tomorrow, I just got to town. The hotel I was staying at screwed up my... He had some type of excuse, whatever it was. Screwed up my reservation. It's me and my wife. I fly out to Afghanistan tomorrow. Uh, Could you hook me up with a one-night stay? Because at that time, I had a minimum two-night stay. And I had in my profile that no locals are allowed to stay at at the Airbnb. Oh, no. Actually, it's before I learned about the whole no local thing. So long story short, I was like, hey, you know what? It's on me. Thank you for your service. I can't imagine what you and your family are preparing to do right now because this was seven years ago. So we're still in the height of the Afghanistan war. And I'm like, hey, man, thank you for your service. Enjoy your night with uh, your wife. It's on me. So I gifted him a night to stay at our property. I'm like, the only thing I ask you to do is leave me a five-star review 
if you think we earned it, right? Uh, <laughs> the next day I get a phone call from uh, my neighbor upstairs and my cleaner freaking out. The people left the property a complete mess. The neighbor upstairs said that they were hearing... I'll describe them as uh, animals noises throughout the house. <laughs> and we found on the neighbor's camera that it wasn't a man and his wife. It was a man, his two buddies, and what seemed to be a night worker, a prostitute. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain this whole thing. So yeah, uh, the guy wasn't military. He lied to me. He didn't come in with his wife. He came there with his two buddies and what seems to be a uh, a prostitute. And I'm, I'm trying to PG this story here. Uh, we had to clean up a lot of unpleasant things, like hazmat type of cleaning throughout that house. There's a lot of body bodily fluids and unpleasant things throughout the entire home. And when I say throughout the entire home, this was the first couple of weeks of me owning this property. I had to replace two mattresses. It was two bedroom. I had to replace the two mattresses and we had to replace the couch because of bodily fluids that were on these couches. It was that bad. So there's a lot that goes into this, but long story short, I had the guy's phone number because he had uh, he had sent it to me in the message. And I call him the next day after this whole thing and he picks up, he actually picked up and I'm like, I forget exactly what I said to him, but I'm like, Hey man, listen, I don't need to know what happened last night. All I need you to do is wire me over $3,000 and we're not going to have a problem. And there was a big silence and he's like, all right, what's your Venmo? And I sent him my Venmo and he sent me $3,000 just like that because, and I mentioned to him like, Hey, we have you on camera. I didn't go into detail about all the stuff and I don't want to know what was happening, but I'm like, we have these issues and I need money to replace a couch and two mattresses. So there's a lot to that story that I'm really holding back, but that was traumatizing for me. That's when I learned not to rent to locals. That's when I learned to uh, not do one night stays and really go deeper into the background of that. So uh, maybe that's a whole nother podcast we can do. Oh man. I've never heard this story. Why do yeah, you never tell terrible. me this story? I don't know, man. We're focused on abundance and growth and educating people. That, that was that was a nightmare situation. Oh man, I had some uh, some challenging guests, but uh, nothing compared to uh, to that. And that was like two weeks after you started. Didn't you think like, well, you know what? Let's let's quit with this thing. No, because I recognize that I recognize where I failed in that process, and I'm like, I was trying to come from a great place of supporting a service member, but I had nothing in place to ensure that what this person was saying was true. And I'm like, ah, this is actually my fault that I created this. And I recognized it was a short window after I started this. So I hosted a few people prior to it and it was beautiful. You know, like couples came in, families came in. It was great. This was like my first problem, you know, child. And then I have a whole nother story about, you know, someone who rented the property for a week, same house, rented the property for a week, went to check out the cleaners went in clean the house and then they checked back in after the property was cleaned and refused to leave because i didn't know about locks and changing codes and all that stuff at that time and refused to leave the property so i had to go over there and luckily i'm a bigger person so i, I was convincing enough for them to leave but it took about eight hours call the cops the cops are like hey we can't do anything about this california law all this stuff. So eventually was able to get them out, but you know, 
I'll save the details on that one for a later <laughs> later time. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear. Uh, I also want to hear the non PG version of it <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, there's an X-rated version to that for sure. Awesome, man. Well, that's really interesting. A lot of stuff uh, I didn't know. So, uh, so yeah, thank you for sharing your story. Any any final thoughts before we wrap this up? No, it just you know I think uh, obviously that was a very you know quick overview of how I got started in the space. There's a lot that goes into that. Maybe over time we could kind of share a bit more about it, but I just think, you know, by what we do with overnight success, coaching so many people that are in the early stages of their business, it's like, we've been through literally everything. I've experienced every single aspect of this business. And I think everyone who is struggling with managing the early stages of their short-term rental business to get it off the ground. Just know that everybody experiences the same type of challenges. You may have different challenges when it comes to the detail, but uh, the only reason why we're in a position where we're able to teach this at a high level is because we gone through it. And yeah, I kind of freaked out when I was dealing with those situations, but I also looked at like, Hey, these are actually solvable problems. How do I solve them? What, what tech do I got to bring in? What systems, what people, how do I make better decisions here moving forward? Uh, so I was able to get through it all. Uh, so I think like the biggest thing, like hearing those quick stories for the people that are just getting started in this space, it's like, it's freaking normal. It's business. And that's, that's really what defines the difference between a successful CEO, business owner, and someone who won't be successful in the space is understanding how to deal with those problems and not get emotionally attached to it, but look at it as a problem for you to solve so it doesn't happen again in the future. And grow as a person. Grow as a person, which is even you know the most important part of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said um, everyone goes through the same stuff. The details are different, right? Like I've had challenges with guests as well. There were different challenges than yours, but it's the same process. It's like initially you freak out and you're like, what am I doing now? And then you recognize, okay, I could have prevented this. You learn from it and then you just move on. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. But yeah, and I have one request before we disconnect here. Uh, and this is for the listeners. We love your support on uh, this podcast. Obviously, we want to continue growing this podcast. So the only way for us to do that is uh, have you guys uh, subscribe to the podcast uh, and actually leave us a review. So if you guys haven't done that yet, uh, please love your support and uh, go ahead and subscribe and leave us a, uh, a review. Truly That's appreciate right. That. And, and the best place for that is the Apple podcast. That's right. To leave the review there. So thank you very much. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Eric. And we'll be back soon with another podcast. See you then. See you soon. Get paid for your pet. 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 If you have over 30 units, you have an annual revenue of over $2 million, or you operate boutique hotels, then the STR Legend Mastermind is for you. You are not alone. We have a group of over 30 high-level entrepreneurs in our mastermind, and we get together on a weekly basis to discuss our biggest challenges and to learn and to grow together. 
Go to strlegends.com to find out more information and apply for the Legends Mastermind if you think you are a good fit.